0: You're listening to the Full of Hope podcast. Today, we're talking to Keo Capistani about how he dealt with a high-risk prostate cancer diagnosis. Good luck finding an 82-year-old man in better shape and with a better attitude than this guy. We're going to rely on you to grow our podcast, so please share it with anyone and everyone. Because with so many options for things you can watch, read, and listen to. Shouldn't one of them keep you full of hope?
1: And now, your host... Ryan Kiggins. Hey everybody, it's Ryan. Oh my gosh, I was so excited for this episode because I actually did a decent introduction at the beginning of the episode itself, but the problem is the quality of my audio is absolutely atrocious. You ever do that thing where you're talking into a microphone and you think the audio from that microphone is being used, but instead it's using the audio from your laptop to record your voice? I'm pretty sure that's what was happening with me so major apologies for my audio in this one but uh this is Ko's story and it's a good one so let's get to it well welcome to the podcast keo you made it we're really excited to talk to you Uh, well you know i'm low tech so (laughs) this is great though hey how do you say your last name capistani capistani okay it's
2: spanish it's a spanish name actually it's a catalonian uh Catal- catalonian uh spanish name from the ah. barcelona area yeah. no. but i am from cuba you're from cuba okay when did you come over to the states i came uh, from from cuba in 1962. oh wow what brought you over uh well uh i i was not in agreement with the castro revolution and uh, even though I I was um, I worked for the the government uh, after the revolution, after it turned uh, communist, I I couldn't stay there, and uh, I left Cuba by the way of Honduras. I lived two years in Honduras. I left Cuba in 1960, and uh, went to Honduras in Central America, and uh, after. A couple of years in, in Honduras, I came to uh, to Washington. So I've been here since 1962, since October 1962. Right here in Washington, huh? Right here in Seattle. Right here in Seattle. Did and
1: you I, come with anybody else? With
2: my wife and uh, at, at the time we came, we have two, excuse me, uh, two kids, uh, two uh, two daughters. Uh, one was a, be- a baby, and the other one was one and a half or two two years old.
1: Mm -hmm. So why did you decide Washington? Because
2: um, it was the only place in the world where I had any uh, relatives. I had a brother that before all the troubles in Cuba uh, came uh, uh, to uh, the United States and he was teaching at what is now uh, the St. Martin's University in Olympia. So that was, you yeah, know, no no other place to go, but but, but here. Uh-huh. And he, besides, he always talked about this state. Uh, he was in love with this state. So
0: beautiful, isn't it? Huh? Especially and, like days like today. Oh my
2: god. Yeah, it's a, a little bit too hot, even though I'm Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Yesterday was uh, pretty hot.
0: Yeah, I grew up in yeah. Texas, and it gets super hot there. But I've I've been here for uh, twenty years. And I can't deal with the heat either. I, I've lost my ability to handle the heat. For no, sure. no,
2: you, you, you rug gets thicker uh, in, in this climate and then uh, you kind of take a,
1: mm-hmm. a hot that's weather crazy. anymore. Oh my gosh, that's true, that's very true. So Keel, what you do when you came over to the States? When you moved well, to Washington? I uh,
2: first have to work uh, uh, as a, I work at a factory um that was is uh an interesting story in itself because by mistake you know my english was so deficient and and also very poor even worse pronounced and i went to employment security and they were trying to help me find a job and um uh, uh, you know, all I have done in uh, in Cuba and in Honduras was sales work, and uh, I was a law student in Cuba. So, but not without good English, you can do any of that. So the guy I remember, the guy saying, "Well, but did you have any any hobbies or uh, that, uh, And I said, "Yeah, high fidelity." And he said, "Oh, uh, do I have a work for you?" So he went and got a uh, a card. Uh, for a job as an electronic assembler. So I went there the following day and the guy said, the the owner or the the manager, can you read blueprints? Sure. I was thinking of the blueprint of a house, no? I I was wondering, what blueprints in this place? So he shows me a huge blueprint. It was something called Motional Pickup Transducer. <laughs> and, and I said, I, I don't know what this, this is. And then he said, um, well, can you use uh, oscilloscope and, uh, and uh, oscillographer? No.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what those are.
2: I, I no, well, I, I knew, but I had an idea. Then he gets the, the card and I said, but they say that you are an expert in high fidelity. I said, no, 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 no. I told them that I like to hear music. I like I have a speaker. <laughs> yeah, I had a good equipment. And the guy, I thought that he was gonna go, okay, well, I'm sorry, we can He started laughing so hard that he said, uh, okay, don't worry, don't worry. We'll, you're hired. We'll, we'll yeah, te-
0: good. Good teacher. Oh Theo, that's what I went to school for, and one and of my first jobs. And, and I mean, that's what I did electronics, you know, technician. And I remember putting resistors into boards and soldering them and then troubleshooting boards and oscilloscopes and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm right yeah, there with you. I had no, I,
2: I never had anything to do with that. I, I, all I knew with high fidelity was on um, uh, a about- the the, the 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 turntable to the uh, speaker and blah 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 and put it on the wall uh plug it i had no idea and the, even the most interesting part of it is uh they had a, a big assembly line where they put these things together and the guy said um Teo, you you know since you no no very little English, you'll be more comfortable working by yourself. So he put me in the quality control <laughs> of the of the emotional pickup. <laughs> and those were the alarm systems of the silos were the the missiles that were go, the uh, the, oh the missiles pointing to Russia or to the Soviet Union. And there there it was uh, I was a quality control. In quality control of those, those, those things, <laughs> I
0: and mean, they had no knowledge of that stuff either.
2: Oh well, they, all I have to do is uh, the the line b- will bring me a whole bunch of those things, and I just put it in the oscillographer on the oscilloscope, and it had to be in this range
0: within a certain range. Yep, uh,
2: uh, and if. Uh, if uh, it was not in the range it was too low i have to put it i have a whole bunch of uh, flat um uh, what do you call them uh <laughs> well you know it was like a like a cone inside a, a, a tube and and then it had, on the top had a, a flat um word doesn't come to me at this point
1: i, I wish i could help you buddy i
2: no, and no. Because it's a, like um Like a resort or, uh, 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 whatever. Flat, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's
1: flat.
2: So they say, well, if if uh, if it is too high, well, get thicker. It's a thinner. Uh, uh, put in, put in a thinner one. If it's too low, uh, uh, and vice versa. You know. And yeah. And um. I worked uh, for a couple of years there until they lost the contract with uh, uh, the Air Force with, not lost, I mean, they finished the the contract with the Air Force and um, it was a a union job. And I, they gave us 15 days notice when they were laying us off and we could on those 15 days go look for a job. and still being paid by, by the company. And I I was so lucky that the first day that I went out, I got job in a radiator, automobile radiator uh, assembly company as shipping and receiving clerk. And I worked there until I went to work uh, eventually for uh, offset insurance, selling insurance. And in 73, I went to work for the Hartford as claims adjuster and that's what I did until I retired in 98 and became a court certified interpreter which is what I was doing until this pandemic came along uh, I probably will not go back because I you know I'm old enough and I I don't want to continue working sure. so that's that's what I uh, I have to um, during the cancer treatment, I could not work because um, um, you you get uh, diarrhea uh, mm, okay. due to the radiation.
0: Is are, these are uh, questions a question we're looking forward to asking here?
1: Yeah. Well, so yeah, since we're going there, so let's let's actually start. If you don't mind, let's let's start in and. You know, RJ, and, so it's KO, right? Is the right Kale. way to pronounce it. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I introduced you as KO, but uh, KO. So um, we were talking at the beginning of this saying, hey, we haven't talked to somebody, you know, with, with prostate cancer in the past. So we certainly want to be sensitive to share as much detail as you want. But generally, like the the way, you know, these discussions start off is, um, you know, you noticed something was wrong, right? Like to get you into a doctor, like what, well, what I, got you to
2: a doctor? OK, no, I went to uh, for my regular checkup with my uh, family doctor and then my PSA. I don't know if you guys uh, know what the PSA is, as you probably do. Re- recently
0: just learned about it. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I learned um, the, the bad way. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Right. You was learned in my, a way you probably Was it learn. my
0: PSA too high, but I've heard about it.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, well, uh, I uh, it, it's supposed to be 4. And then anything over 4, uh you might have cancer. Well, um mine was 35. Wow. And the doctor How old were you at the time? Well, uh, I am 83 now, so that was uh, 5 years uh 6 years ago, 70 mm-hmm. some. Uh, and then the doctor said well you should go to the um, um the, the best place is uh, uh, the, the uh, seattle cancer care alliance and uh, i made an appointment to go to their um urologist who was at the university of washington and he said, no, no, that's probably a fluke. That's probably a fluke. There's no oh, way wait. to do
1: that high. Wait, so you weren't, first of all, you weren't feeling any symptoms, right? No, like no. you didn't not notice not
2: really anything? Well, my, having to get up uh, um, more than once a, a nine to, to go to, to pee. And yeah, that, that yeah. was the thing, but no pain, no, no, no symptoms.
1: Yeah.
2: It was to, because of the PSA high, right. 35. And so uh, immediately I, I made the appointment with the uh, urologist mm-hmm. at the U. Yeah. And uh, when I went there, the guy said, well, you know, okay, well, that might be a fluke. Let's do another to make sure that. Uh... Yeah. Well, it was not a fluke. Huh. Was I think, that detected from your blood work? Yeah, yeah. They take the okay. blood. Uh, that's a... Uh, Prostate, uh, I don't know, an antigen or whatever is so that floats in your uh, in your blood.
0: So, so anybody that goes and gets blood work done, I'm, I'm 45, right? And I see a doctor regularly. So, when when they do my regular blood work, that would show up, right? They don't. It's not a something they test for. For no no, no, no,
1: no. Okay.
2: it was the general blood uh, thing.
1: Okay. Well well any any guy that goes in, it'd be a it'd be a weird test for women to
0: A weird test for women to you know?
1: They're, they're not gonna run that lab on a woman. No 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 the counts would be way I,
2: I, I can tell you a story about that. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in it, but let, definitely I'll circle back. Okay, so you're talking with the, the urologist that you. At the, at the, urol, the
2: urologist said, that, "No, that's probably a fluke. Uh, you know, let's do another blood uh, thing." But it was not a fluke, because
1: uh, it came back at sixty-two. Oh my Wait, god! Wait how, how long how long did it take to get the results back? A, a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Okay,
2: so, so uh, the, the doctors look at the number. You can have a high number. And not have cancer, but mm-hmm. w- w- what they call the velocity. If he it is racing real fast, like he got to thirty-five uh, from six or seven or whatever uh, in a year, but then it, it start going. Uh,
1: and to double in a couple of weeks. is quite.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember exactly, but it was no. I, I made the appointment as soon as I could and I got the appointment real quick.
1: And by then it was 62. And you still weren't having any symptoms though, like no. aside from getting up
2: in the night to pee. Okay. Then they do, the, he said, well, we have to do a biopsy. And that is not. Good at all. Yeah, so, they don't.
0: They don't take a hair follicle from the no, from your head. No, they head. Don't
2: take the blood. No, they stick a, a piece of pipe oh. through your rear end, and then they take uh, uh, samples of, through the intestine. They take
1: hmm. samples of the prostate. Now, are you are you fully conscious and awake the when they're doing that procedure? Yeah, yeah, they, it's it's local anesthetics. Oh my gosh! though. I mean, and, I feel like that would be appropriate for like to do conscious sedation or something like that. Like, I don't know. I, whoa! You know, I would
0: like to it's, be it's a. It's not speech. painful.
2: It, it's not pain that painful, but it's uh, bothersome, and <laughs> yeah. you hear that. They take twelve samples, and you. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> so You're I scary. am there, uh, you know, uh, and and I told the doctor. Uh, of course, he's on my back, but I said, Doctor, if I had been of counsel at creation, I would have told the Lord to put the prostate somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he started laughing and say, I would not have told him that. I said, no, why not? Because he's made me a lot of money. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. A lot of money. a new bow. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Oh. So,
2: Okay. They, uh, they, 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 the prostate, they, um, the thing turned out to be cancer. The, the, the samples, uh, I had cancer, and I okay. was high risk, very high risk. So talk, let's talk about why you were high risk. Because of the of the um, the PSA plus something they call the Gleason score or something. Okay. That was that's uh, that's done from the biopsy.
1: Okay, it uh, it was pretty high. How about how about I I think I remember hearing something about a family history too. Okay,
2: I'm going there. My my for me was I was very worried because I I knew that more than thirty thousand Americans die every year from uh, prostate cancer. Plus, my dad had died a few years before of prostate cancer. So it was not, uh, you know, I don't know if, if it's inherited or whatever, but he died of that and yeah.
1: uh, uh, so I was very concerned. Did they talk to you at all about if there is a genetic component to it or? Is no, that... no, no, it was not mentioned, but I, I suppose it
2: is a consideration. They probably don't have uh, the data to to say okay. that
1: is a genetic thing. But uh, yeah. And Kale, what, what I, the one thing I, I wanted to just circle back on real quick was, um, we didn't talk about your like home life situation. Like, who's who? You know, who's in your life at the time when you were diagnosed? And uh, well, fortunately, family situation. My wife only.
2: My wife. All my kids were grown. And uh, how old? How old were your kids at the time? Yeah, and how many kids did you have? I have eight. Oh, wow.
0: You started with two girls when you came here.
2: And hey, I know. have another girl that was born in Seattle. And and then five boys after oh. yeah. uh, uh, oh. Oh. About nine oh. months and 15 minutes apart. Oh
1: man. <laughs> Nine months and 15 minutes.
2: I love it. And about a year and a half or two years. And, uh,
1: oh,
2: and, and they were all uh, gone, married, and they had their home. So uh, my wife was only the... the okay it was very supportive and okay so uh, we go back to with my wife to talk to the to the urologist to see what was going to be done and um, i asked uh, about surgery and he said no at your age i don't do surgery which for me, it was a great news because I had never had any, uh, I, I'm afraid of the knife. I had never had any surgery in my entire life.
1: Really? Wow, that's amazing.
2: And So you've been a very healthy guy. I was, it's indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah. And he said, um, your cases like yours, we treat with um, hormone treatment and radiation. You know, the guy, I really like the guy because he didn't say, oh, you are going to die. Oh, i could save your life. No, he, the way he sounded was like, um, that's not a big deal. I mean, no, don't worry. I mean, this is a bit. we take, uh, I don't know many cases like yours and no problem. Yeah. So uh, that, that was very comforting because the way that guy, uh, active not only the joke about the uh, making a lot of money but the way he talked when we went there and he said no 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 no. cases like yours hormones and um radiation yeah so they describe they prescribed uh shots of a medicine called lupron l-u-p-r-o-n which is um what they call an antagonist, uh, drug that eliminates all your testosterone. Because the testosterone supposedly, um, uh, uh, feeds the, that kind of cancer. So, eliminating the testosterone, um, is more, most of the time,
1: uh, goes to healing you. So, so okay, or are you giving any thought at that time to the fact that that may be the end of you having more kids, since that seems to be like Well, uh, but that's what I thought. Uh, one, <laughs> of
2: <the things> is, <laughs> one of the things is that um, the side effects is is that you know uh, you lo- lo- lose your uh, libido. You have no. For while I was t- under those uh, injections, I. I you know, you could bring in the, all the Hollywood actors in front of me, and I said, "What? What's the what's the, what's the big deal about this?" Nothing.
0: <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
2: Nothing. <Yeah>. And <laughs> but uh, there are side effects. Uh, uh, well, as a matter of fact, that is the that is the medicine that they give to the trans people that want to uh, have an operation. Interesting. Okay. Uh, uh, that's uh, the oper- that's the medicine.
0: So they feminized you. Okay, but it's similar it's a similar thing with the people that go through breast cancer. Had someone close went through breast cancer, and they had to give a pill so that no more estrogen was created because that part of that was part of what you know. <laughs> yeah. So, without so. It, it, you're less likely to get the breast cancer again, right? And,
2: yeah. <clears throat> so- and my fellow uh, interpreter, from uh, other. My colleagues, most of them are women, and said, "Well, okay, don't worry. I give you some of my brass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> amazing, <laughs> but, amazing.
2: But in, 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 uh, since I, I was in general good health, and I have always uh, uh, work out. Uh, uh, it was not that bad, but I still, I lost a lot of strength. I lost. Mm. Uh, um, you know, you you hear those advertisements. Hey, you have this and that symptom. You have low T. Well, I yeah. have no T at all. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Uh, I I I lost power. I lost pro, strength. I lost uh, muscle mass. And um, and of course,
1: um, the mustache. You lost uh, the mustache.
2: No, that no, not at all. Uh, after this, uh, they then they gave me forty three sessions of radiation
0: okay well so before we get to the radiation so you you're taking these shots and they had to drop your testosterone what's the time period here is this like over a couple months or
2: because they have to shrink the the prostate okay and i told the doctor well that doesn't make any sense because the bigger the better it's easier to aim you you have a uh, you no, a yeah, no. to aim <laughs> Bigger target? <laughs> it's a bigger target. You know, when you point the radiation, I say, no, 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 no. Uh, that's not mm-hmm. the way it works. Uh, we want to reduce it. So it took uh, probably two or three months okay. until <laughs> they start the radiation.
0: Our goal at the Full of Hope podcast is to hear from and share with as many people as possible. This is where we need your help. Please tell your friends and family about us so that we can grow. If you want to share your story, go to fullofhopepodcast.com and fill out the form on the Get On Our Podcast page. Or search for Full of Hope Podcast on all social media platforms and reach us there. We ourselves are full of hope that we can help thousands of people. But we can't do it without your help. So thank you for helping us grow
1: hale can you talk for just a second about just kind of your mental state i know it sounds like you had a doctor that was great um that you really kind of um connected with and and you appreciated the way he delivered the news but can we talk just for a minute about where you and your wife were at mentally and your family at, you know I, early on you know the the thing is, the
2: people, I, I'm not making a commercial for them, but the the people there at the at Cell Cancer Care Alliance, and the employees, and the doctors, and the nurses, and everybody are, are so good that I, I I never got depressed. I said, oh my gosh, I'm going to um, um, die of this. Um, so <clears throat> I I was really optimistic.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, all the time all the time i don't think that i ever said oh my god uh, mm. uh, i have you got time. that from
0: the confidence of yes. that you felt in the the care you were given okay.
1: i mean i think that that's an amazing that's an a, a, an amazing thing for anybody who is a caregiver or, or somebody who you know has a role where they're supporting or providing care for somebody just I mean, look at the change it, you know, look at the mental state you were able to get to early on because of, you know, the attitude of the people that were helping you. That's
2: really awesome, and that's why when I I do go and talk to the new employees, I tell them that I don't know. I don't care if you are in accounting or you are in collections or uh, you are part of the healing team here, yeah. because everybody, you know, I I never had any bad. Uh, I, experience, uh, anybody mm. that I, I felt that was treating me, everybody was upbeat, and they, they mm. treated me like I was family,
1: everybody. Yeah. The, the, so, uh, so we'll, I, 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 yeah, go ahead. We'll circle back to to the um, what you just mentioned about talking with employees at the Seattle Cancer Care Alliance, but KO has a, as a, a, a volunteer role to go and Um, Talk with new employees, share his experience, and um, you know, well, that's something we we will circle back to for sure. But uh, because you mentioned it, I just wanted to kind of put a put a pin in that. But um, you know, it's it's really, I think, something awesome that you're doing. So that is very important. That's I think that the most important
2: part of, of, of that is uh, they never uh diminish it say no no, no it's no problem you know uh there's nothing to worry about or, uh, oh, this is okay no 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 i knew my oncologist clearly told me well tell you are high risk i want you to know that you're high risk yeah okay I ha- i'm ha- high risk no problem but uh they were trying to. Uh, they offer me a new experimental treatment, and I I, I I refuse to take it because, among other things, because you have to do biopsies two or three no. times, and I said, "No, heck oh. with it. I don't experiment want
0: experiment
2: elsewhere. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that." And they,
0: was they that the radiation, well, the experimental part, or was.
2: No, you no, know. no, 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 no. I, did, I, I went for the the regular treatment. They have several. They are trying several new protocols, several new drugs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they also, they have the proton machine. Proton. But I, I use the. Uh, I said, the, the doctor said, I, 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 you can choose whatever you want. You want to do a proton? Uh, uh, that's fine. Um, and he. me the advantages and disadvantages he in in his opinion the radiologist not the uh it it was not any big difference and it was more expensive
0: so like for for our listeners or anything maybe going through this it's that's definitely just a conversation with them and their doctor right it's Ah. you know or or do you have any do you have any insight on which one you know, is the right one, or is that just a the conversation they should have? That
2: was a conversation with the doctor, and um, that's the other thing. You have to uh, you have to trust your doctor. I went there because my my family doctor of many years, who had no no interest, no axe to grind, told me that is the best place. So, I had another real good friend about my same age that was diagnosed at the same time that I, I was. And he went to a different place and a different treatment. And he's still alive, and he's still doing well, but he Mm -hmm. had um, worse results. And a a friend of mine in Portland, that is a prominent attorney of money, no problem for him. Um, He has surgery, even though he's about my, my age. And he had lots of problems, oh, lots okay. of problems. <clears throat> so I uh, I am glad that uh, the doctor said no, no surgery, because by yeah, uh, the experience with that friend of mine in Portland, and lots of problems, uh, no point of uh, relating this. Sure. So the radiation, some people there uh, in the not the, the clinic, but people, uh, patients that were. Therefore radiation, for some, the radiation was um, caused a lot of problems. Well, uh, I had absolutely no problem except the uh, diarrhea. Okay. And so the di- you- I ca- it was controlled. They had nutritionists and they gave me uh, a good diet. What I had to eat, how and all that. Never had any accident. Uh, of oh, that. Only one night at home. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I was, I got up and I went to the bathroom and I made it on but,
1: Yeah, emergency um, situation. <laughs> That's I, good. I've never in. Uh, uh, I didn't
0: have radiation. I might have had one or two of those in my life, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no,
1: you don't even have that excuse, RJ. Sorry. Uh, Um. Uh, you know, they,
2: while they're doing your prostate is not supposed to move when they, you when the, you're having they put that you're there that thing goes over.
1: Well, yeah. So talk more about the the radiation. So okay. you're you're laying on a table. Yeah, on a table,
2: and you have this machine enormous. They put some kind of a, a flat thing on the on your chest uh, there. Okay.
1: And like to protect you from the radiation. Uh,
2: yeah, the radiation. The, the thing goes over you. Okay. And it's over in, I don't know, why I minute mean, five minutes, mean, or was it wasn't enough? Wow, okay. So it was not clear. long. Okay. So they also aim the radiation to my, uh, uh, to the size of my, uh, not only there, but the, the places where that kind of cancer sometimes go, uh, on the bones.
0: The hips area,
2: right? Yeah. Right. yeah area, yeah. The yeah. To, uh, they keep they me three points tattoos, one over the, uh, you know, in the groin and one on uh, each side of my, which they used to aim the, 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 the machine, because the doctor said you have no problem there, but to prevent, uh, the metastasis to that area. Yeah. And, <clears throat> uh, one day the doctor, the, the, the radiologist Uh, It's looking at this thing on on a TV screen and they have the technicians doing, running the the machines. And one day the doctor said, Cleo, come here. I'm going to show you something. And he showed me the, the, uh, every time that, uh, that my prostate move, the machine stops. The, the computer uh, stops the machine. well, what makes it
1: move? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, let's get, uh, we're going to get there. It's <laughs> oh, okay. got a dancing
2: prostate. A, a, a dancing prostate. And he was laughing and saying, I've never seen anything like
1: this. <laughs> what? <laughs> because Is was, this a bar trick? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> he said, Kel, no more
2: beans. No. <laughs> 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 because okay. the gas in the intestines uh, move you know, and they uh, move mm. the prostate because it's on top of me. Oh I my say, god, that's
0: for, really so funny.
2: Yeah. remember, I am Cuban, I'm going to starve to death if I can't okay. eat. I said, What's well, so be it, but no more beans.
0: Okay, oh, so I have okay. to
2: I have to be on a diet that produces the less possible uh intestinal gas possible and also other things to uh, for the diarrhea and so on and so forth yeah. but the, again the, uh, the, the technicians were uh, fantastic people it really uh, very fantastic good humor and to the point of the day in May 1st 1914 total to, 2014 which was the last uh, I had a, a toga and a, uh, and, a, and I, I had a took a photo with all of them like a graduation from, oh. <laughs> from radiation yeah and I even go there for when I, I went for my my checkups mm-hmm. and all the people all the, oh Mr. Capersani Mr. Capersani
1: like if I was a, a politician or something oh my god do you have do you have that uh, that picture like, yeah. we, I'd love to make I, that
2: I, picture, I, the artwork. For of the I, I don't have the picture. I, no, I wish no. I had the picture there with all those guys and my, with my toe on like,
0: <laughs> well, That would be awesome. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it, but, but you're not, like, the end of the radiation, right? You're, you're not done, right? I mean, yeah. are, are you done? Yes, you're yes. Like, yeah, radiation,
2: 43, five times a week, ended on oh. May uh, 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2014. So I start probably somewhere in uh, January or something like that.
1: How far away from the uh, from UW did you? Well, I, I live in uh, in Mount Baker. Okay. And, uh, oh, you're up
0: there, Be- Bellingham, right?
2: No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Mount Baker, Seattle. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: And uh, the the neighborhood Mount Baker. You know, where know. are you guys from?
0: Where do you live we're south a little bit i'm kind of like maple valley but it's south of Renton okay, and well, Auburn.
2: if you go on, on the highway in a, uh, taking going from seattle to yakima or something and you take highway 90. when you go through that tunnel that is that ridge there is mount baker
1: oh oh so you're ni- you roll real nearby yeah yeah.
2: I, yeah and then i i could um i i i i, I would um, uh, if I went by car, it'd take me 10
1: minutes. Oh, yeah. Right there. Okay, so, sorry, this is probably a horrible podcast for the people who don't live in this area. It's in, the South- UW is University of Washington. No, no, no. no, and no it's no, in no, Seattle.
2: No, 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 no. It is uh, at, at, at the South Lake Union. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, not that I, I didn't go anymore to the University of Washington.
1: Oh, you were okay. going to, to treat me to at the
2: Seattle Cancer Carolina. At the
1: Cancer Carolina.
2: Okay. Which Would is you... a consortium of University of Washington, yeah, uh, Fred Hodge, and uh, Children's. You got uh, it. Yeah. Uh, and they have big buildings there. On, uh, 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 do you know where? Did you ever take the the, um, the streetcar that ends there? They go okay. One yeah. From Westlake to uh, Westlake. Yeah. stop. The last stop of the streetcar. Yeah.
1: yeah. The, the 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 poorly named streetcar. Do you remember what that thing was called when they at least when they first did it? I South Lake Union Transit or TRAN. Uh-huh. So the acronym S- Oh no, no no yeah. we can't that was a Are real allowed
0: to say, well, FCC will shut us down.
1: <laughs> the, <FCC. laughs> the, the acronym Union for the name of it was the SLUT, yes. <laughs> South Lake Union Tram or train or, so. I, it, I don't remember what it was. It came out but, but a funny name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But you yeah. know, I and want to tell you when you mentioned that women don't get that test. I was once at the uh, interpreting for a guy. No, it was not my I was waiting to do my job at the Redmond District Court. And they have a calendar where people that have warrants can walk in and uh, tell the judge that the judge, so this guy walks in, known, uh, like I said, no, my client, and they said, the, the judge said, <clears throat> sir, you were supposed to be here on such and such a date. How come you didn't come? Oh, your honor, my grandma got sick. Oh, really? Uh, what's the matter with her? She's got cancer. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What kind of cancer? Prostate. And the doctor said, uh, Sir, you have to come up with a better lie than that one because that's not going to work.
1: I mean, there are so many body parts he could have chosen. but There's just so few that he really blew that up. That's amazing. He messed yeah, that up. But the, 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 the judge didn't miss, miss a bit.
2: And he, <laughs> and he said, you have to come up with a better light. That doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: beautiful. Oh, that's amazing. So. Okay, so, Ko, so you you finished in May 2014 your radiation. Yes.
2: And then okay. I have to go every six months to see the radiologist.
1: Okay. And
2: we'll uh, do a test and uh, not t- take that my blood. And and I'll, at the same time, I, I go and see... Uh, the uh, oncologist, yeah, and um, then the radiologists um, give me the the last. Uh, I don't have to go back to the radiologists anymore. I then the Lupron treatment continue even past May. I don't remember how many months went past May, because the doctor said you are high risk and I don't want to take any chances. Right. So probably now I went um, this month, early this month to, to see the oncologist. And everything is fine. My PSA is point zero zero three. Wow. And it's been there since uh, every six months. Uh, since, uh, so, if I have my last six months appointment with that guy in Fev- in in January,
1: yeah,
2: and then it would be if everything continues like that, then it's gonna be once a year I go back there. Right. You
1: know. Yeah. So well, so did you aside from the radiation? Was there any tre- – did you have any treatment afterwards? Was there any medication you were on? No, no,
0: Nothing. No testosterone wow. pills still? No, Your no, no. I don't know.
2: I, I, uh, I don't want uh, – uh, like I told the doctor, he said, well, you know, you can have treatment. I said, no, 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 no. I have – doctor, I have 60 good years, so <laughs> – I don't want to take any chances.
0: Well, I mean, that's one thing that I'm curious about, too, is the, the, the impact. Is your testosterone, testosterone levels, I mean, are they gone now still completely, or are they recovering?
1: No, I
2: imagine that for a, a younger man, if, if I was not a, 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 in my 80s, uh, it, the testosterone might come back. The, mm. the testosterone has not come back. Hmm. And the side effects... Uh, I never got breast, for some men get breast. I never did, uh, mm-hmm. but as far as I'm concerned, down there, I am like a pre-teenager. <laughs> to,
1: not even a teenager, below but, that. But you have a mustache,
2: though. That mustache
0: is
1: legit. <laughs> what true. gives? Like that's it. it? All went to your face. All your well, testosterone
2: uh, you is supposed, above your lip. Uh, supposedly. Uh, uh, you lose your uh, your hair, and uh, uh, I have lost uh, most of my body hair, but not. Uh, I don't have it. This is maybe a little bit less. But your,
1: but, wife, uh, your I, wife, went in and talked to the oncologist, and she's like, "Look, no matter what he says about the testosterone, do not let him have it." Like I, that guy is a fertile myrtle. So <laughs> we got, <laughs> we got to stop. Meeting
2: with the two nurses that were explaining to me the the effects of the uh, <clears> two <throat> uh, that they say, well, you're gonna lose all your libido and uh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I, I don't care. My wife doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't make any difference to her. She's happy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's like, I've had enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, amazing. Uh, yeah, it it, it, it is uh, the uh, they they gave me some like I they have I have yogurt, uh, all uh, never it's like forever having yogurt. Um, uh, they gave me even a, a couple of two or three different brands I had more of the uh, of the probiotics than other. Yeah, they uh, gave me. Uh, for instance, B, I have to take B12 vitamins mm. because it, uh, the, that affects uh, the, uh, the absorption of B12, uh, and also um, Pure beans. Uh, the, uh, Are you back to I, beans? I to, hey, you back what to I? eating beans? Oh yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. Mm. Uh, and it's I good. had, uh, as a result of the uh, of the radiation. I have osteopenia, which mm. is the uh, precursor of uh, osteoporosis. And they want to give me medicine for that. And I said, no, no, I, I, I'm going to take care of that myself. Wow, mm. I'm going to do exercises, uh, for, uh, specific exercises to um, because I had osteopenia in the in the backbone and mm. on the, um, the fingers or... So, um, both of the fingers, hmm. and uh, no, but you know, I have Eurasia. I said no, 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 and it has worked. It has really, worked. Said, what kind of
1: exercises aspect. do you do to help with osteopenia on your back and your fingers? Well, um,
2: the, it's gone from the from uh, from the backbone. Uh, I don't have any osteopenia in the backbone. It's gone from the right. It's all a, a little bit still on the left. Mm-hmm. And I am going to, for that test, uh, sometime in the next couple of months mm-hmm. to see how it's done. But, but it was going in the right direction. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was a little bit less. And uh, I do exercises. Uh, I put weights on my, in my, uh, my ankles and I lift my legs. Uh, I do squats. Uh, I do
1: planks. Um, mm. oh, a number of uh, and how did you know? So, are you an exercise fanatic, or like, how did you know that doing those would be an alternative to taking medication? For, for well, because it, it makes sense, it makes sense.
2: Um, you need uh, uh, the, uh, the, the calcium, of course, you have to have a proper calcium, but I'll tell you how I know that for sure, when archaeologists found camels, actually dromedaries in the Near East, they determine when the camels or the dromedaries were domesticated, because the domesticated camels have a stronger bones, because they, they, they work loads and mm-hmm. they, the wild camels, uh, they the, you know, they don't have it. They don't have to carry any weight. So, mm. yeah, and I read a lot about it, and, and and indeed, they said, oh, yeah, you have to do weight bearing exercises mm. because that uh, that helped w- with the bones. And I, 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 I am mm. just looking forward to the uh, next because I think
1: I'm going to be totally free. I mean, that's amazing. and That's such a great, I think that's such a great piece of advice to people, right? Like if so exercise, I mean, everybody knows, right? Diet and exercise. Those are kind of, you know, the, the not so glamorous, you know, magic pill, right? I hate
0: planks. I hate
1: planks. Yeah. They're the worst. Exercise is not fun for anybody, but think about it. Like you did something to help the osteoporosis or penia, but it also like it, it has to help in life anyway
2: way, right yeah, like just with the uh, balance and all yeah. that kind of yeah, muscle uh, muscle i i am really looking forward to uh, that exam that to make sure that i have no opinion and yeah. then i want to uh, somehow <clears throat> something like this talk about that and I explain the, the exercises of why I did it and uh, how the, that I have the to have the, the figure. See, this was the first uh, we'll show your test results
0: to support the full of hope podcast. Please go to the support the podcast page on full of hope podcast dot com. If you believe in our goal to help people through difficult situations by being able to hear the positive outcomes of those who've been through them themselves. Your support will be huge to help us grow. So
1: well, do you have, like, what's the regimen? What's the exercise regimen? You can talk I, about I it. Know, uh, I do
2: every day, I, I, every other day. Like uh, on, on today is the 28th or 28th? 28th,
1: yeah. 28th.
2: Okay. Uh, today I, I do weights. I <laughs> do, uh, I work out with weights. On the, on, uh, like tomorrow, then I do um um about 20 minutes without stopping i do uh what they call knee uh no ankle drops that were used uh on your ankles and drop as hard as you can oh. and yeah and that is um uh, uh specifically you know help you with the uh, all the uh, the body strengthen all the body and all the, the bones And then I do the plank, after that I do the plank, I do the lifting, um, the the legs, both legs with weights, uh, it's 10 pounds I think on each leg. And and then uh, at the end I do 50 squats. Air squats, are you weighted? Uh, no, 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 no. The squats, okay. I'm going to do
1: my body weight only. Because can you remind, remind us how old you are today? 83. I'll be 84 in uh, next month. RJ, well, when was the last time you did a workout resembling any no,
0: Don't put me on, on the,
1: years, huh? do not put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I can only <always laughs> speak for myself. Like, not. I'm blown away. So, Kale, so I want you to be safe and, and don't do anything that's going to injure yourself, but I can't picture the, the ankle drops. So could, would you be able to show us? just this like what? Not gonna,
0: It's not going to help our listeners. This is just going to help. Well,
1: no, no. I know. This is just yeah, a horrible I pod, but I, we'll have a video. No,
0: I'm really interested too.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah it's, not, uh, it's like this. Oh. oh you lift up okay, on, your, okay. on your
0: toes and okay. drop your oh, ankles back.
1: Yeah, so he's, okay. yep. So he's oh, going right, up okay. on the balls you, of his feet. You
2: go up on your toes uh, for uh, two seconds, and then come down. How?
0: Huh. And I was,
2: wife, you know, I'm in the second floor, and my wife in the in the living room, as she knows when I'm working out. Yeah, <laughs> she
0: probably she might be running up here to check to see if you. I don't know.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah. No, running. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's great. And <laughs> that were hey, oh, with us and. She was wondering was she here bump. bump?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, when you only yeah. really do it a couple of times, she's probably think you took a fall, and she's gonna be running up here to check on you. No, mm-hmm. no. She, you're doing she was a podcast
2: because uh, she was here. Bump. Bump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, okay. I, I now I'm doing a hundred of those without stopping. hundred. Wow. And fifty squats. And then uh, at the end, fifty squats. All right. So, I can do I, the, the plank for two minutes. Two minutes.
0: I can't. Yeah, no. I think so I remember trying to do planks when I was doing some physical therapy for something. And I think I got, might have been like 15 seconds.
2: Oh, no, 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 no.
0: And no, no, I didn't stop then. But that's when <laughs> sweat, sweat started to drip off literally of my face. I could
1: feel it. I mean, I went a little longer than fifteen seconds, but how long, Kayo, Have you been doing this type? So, have you always had exercises as a part of your as your life?
2: Yes, but not uh, that specific. Like I'm, I'm doing now for just thinking of my uh, my uh, hip bone and, uh, and the yeah, bone. Uh, yeah. I before uh, I went for the treatment uh, before I had the. I could do, on a good day, I could do 15 shin uh, ups But now, In your 70s? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I could do that. <laughs> He's not laughing at you, he's laughing <laughs> at himself. <Like>, guess <laughs> it's a shame
2: laugh. But, no, no. but now, no, those days are gone, I can't uh, What I'm do, trying to come back is, I, now I hang from the bar, uh, for a minute to yeah. see if I can go back to because I can do only about one chin up now. Yeah. That's
1: well, the med- I mean, you know, the testosterone, I think, plays a big part. In no, that, no, no, no. Right? Yeah, that's, that's a problem, see? That's
0: yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with how your, like, muscle mass or exercise or anything, you think?
2: Yeah, the yeah. Problem. It has to bit. I. At my age, it's difficult to go, to regain uh, the the, the yeah. muscle okay. and um, and the strength also. And the the chin ups, I always say, oh, I have to get back to do fifteen chin ups, uh, but it has not been possible. I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm committed to uh, to do it. Wow, but, amazing. But uh, but it's uh, okay. uh, it, it has been I don't know. My, I, also, you know, I. You gain. I still have, and that was part of the loop round. I still have a lot of um, uh, belly weight, uh, uh, belly fat, mm. even though I, I I have made an effort to lose uh, weight and. Uh, but it doesn't dog, yeah. No, it doesn't go from there. I mean, I still my. <laughs>
1: um, so what's the? What I do like you think the... caused the, the the? You think the weight gain was from the treatment? Yeah. 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 Did they say what?
2: What? Like what? Like they told me. They, they, that's the thing. They told me you are going to gain weight, and you're going to gain weight in the wrong places. Because it's, why is that? I mean, like, is it? Did the well, You diet thought you were going to get boobs,
1: right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They. I, that would have been, been weight. To, yeah. Um, didn't get it. uh But uh, but
2: no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't got. A little bit, probably a little bit, but not, 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 not anything that can be noticed now.
0: Uh, hey, it's okay. So, don't like, for brah. Right. Well, but uh, so we're like the hot the podcast, is full of hope, right? And we try to be. There's going to be listeners out there, maybe going through the same thing, right? And you probably have to have a few key takeaways, things that you think maybe. Um, if you could share, the yeah. Why, why did you respond so well? And, and yeah, why, why you? I mean, why do you think you made it through, right?
2: Well, I, I think um, having a uh, an optimist outlook in life, a general outlook in life, um, you know. It's not that I have read books or anything like that, but I usually take, the, try to look at the, uh, the, well, this is going to happen. Well, what is a good side of that? And, and um, my life has been a, a lesson in that respect because we left Cuba. My wife and my wife was pregnant and we could only take 150 bucks, nothing more. And I, uh, I went up in Honduras where I had a no, nobody. I didn't have any, uh, I had a contact with a guy, a contact period. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the guy uh, hired me and uh, um, uh, and then um, a lot of things like this. the story about the <laughs> electronic assembly <that laughs> People have been nice to me. That guy in Honduras was super nice. And
1: Well, yeah. it takes a level of, so what What you did, though, that's such a leap of faith as well to come over. And it takes a level of confidence, I think, as well, right? Have you always been a confident guy? And do you think that comes from your optimism or which, I, which you know, chicken and egg type of thing? Yeah, I, I, I think,
2: you know, I, I talk to my wife now and, and all the the really tough spots that we have been because, in Honduras, I had no right to I was a tourist. I had a tourist visit. I didn't know anybody. The guy could have said, "Well, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, you're not the guy I was looking for." And and, and I couldn't. I won't go back to Cuba. I couldn't come to the United States. I will. I'd be up in the air. Yeah, no place to go. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and it, and everywhere. Somehow I managed to, um, there was <clears throat> in, um, an example of that. In, in Honduras, the, the communists that were supporting, uh, the Cuban revolution were making a campaign against just the Cubans that were in Honduras, because we were, uh, undesirables and, uh, we were illegal and, um, they, we should be expelled from Honduras.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And my boss said, "Well, what are you going to do about that?" And I said, "Well, I don't know. Never been in that situation in my life before. So I'll, I'll see what I do. What I did, I, I went to the to see the ask for a, a, a meeting with the Minister of Foreign Relations of Honduras. And I, I was nobody. I wasn't." And I got there and they said, Sir, what, how can we help you? Well, I want to talk, I want to talk to the minister. Oh, okay, sure. They asked me to talk to the guy. And the guy said, Sir, uh, what uh, can I do for you? I said, well, Sir, I am Cuban. And I have a tourist visa and I have a job and you see all the the communists, all the men they are talking to uh, to be expelled from here and blah, blah, blah. And the guy said, well, what can I do for you? Well, I want to have a, re- a residence. I have to, ha- to be a legal resident in Honduras. And he, the guy said, OK, give me your passport. Uh, well, no, he said go to San Salvador. And I will give the order for you and your wife to be re as residents. That's what the law requires. And I said, Sir, <laughs> no, I don't. why not? He said, well, first of all, El Salvador doesn't want Cuban good or bad. They don't want any of us. Mm-hmm. OK, give me your passport. I'll send them there and have them stamped uh, there. No, 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 no. (laughs) Uh, What is it? Uh, Oh, no, they won't get lost. They go in diplomatic uh, uh, mail. No, 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 Mr. Minister. (laughs) Okay, the guy said, he called the secretary or whatever. Hey, come here. Uh, Help me at this. What's your name, sir? Capestani. Help me, Mr. Capestani. So I went to the desk of the guy and the guy said, what, uh, what, what is your problem? What do you, do you need? I said, I need residence in Honduras. Oh, give me your passport. <gasps> uh, and, right there. Uh, and, uh, uh, and I also my wife, oh yeah. <laughs> so I went back to my, my office and, and the, the guy said, my boss said, well, Capetani, what, what? What did you do? You have to do something. I can. We can. I can get a lawyer. No, no. I show the passport. But how did you do that? I just went to talk to <laughs> the guy, and he uh, took pity on me, and uh, here they are, and uh, we are residents in Honduras.
1: <laughs> That's wow. Awesome. I mean, you don't know till you ask, right? I guess. Like, <laughs> You know, give it did, a shot. You
2: got
0: to be brave enough. Go big. That yeah, that
1: takes too. a lot of bravery. But, yeah.
2: but, it, but it, it has worked for me because, like, uh, like going to Honduras, <laughs> I, uh, I uh, that was going into the un- totally unknown. The only thing I had in common there was the language. that We spoke yeah. the same language.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've heard. I've heard a couple of things. Up, uh, op- optimism, right? Obviously, I think, and that's been. Yeah, okay, we've done a few of these right when we're still kind of just starting out with our podcast, but I'm literally every single, you know, person that we talked to is had this optimist, optimist mm-hmm. attitude. Yeah. Right. And so so we know we know that. And then I heard also um, and that they the same thing happened with Brian. And I don't know if you know Ryan's story, but um, is having doctors you trust right that yeah. you have to trust them so because ryan had an experience where his first i think his first doctor that he talked to uh the feeling that he came out of was not okay right and he's actually switched he switched doctors and i don't know what kind of doctor i i personally have not had cancer yet Ko. so i'm i'm fighting it off you know trying not to get it but um but Ryan's had it, and so I don't know what doctor that was. If It was your
1: yeah, it wasn't oncologist. Just, yeah, was
0: your oncologist? The first where, one. yeah, what
1: where did you, do you go to? I I actually went to the Fred Hutch in in Seattle. You're gonna
0: have yeah. to listen to our you're gonna have to listen to our podcast, Kale. Yeah,
1: you got to listen to the first episode, buddy. Because so the first the first guy I saw basically told me to start working on the bucket, quit my job, and start on the bucket list.
0: Because he's gonna die at thirty
1: years old. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. He he just he told me my job was to donate my body to something after I died, basically. But but I was really optimistic. It didn't feel bad. I mean, he had a weird way of delivering that optimism. Yeah. But, but so, you know, there's that optimism you have, but also just a complete like I can tell just in talking with you for an hour or so, you're an incredibly bold and confident person. And i enjoyed it. I, yeah, it's, it's been awesome to, to talk with you. Because I, I think it's a great example for people who might be intimidated or scared um, of, of, you know, hearing some of this bad news they're getting, but your your optimism and approach and and, and boldness, I think has served you really, really well in your recovery. And you know, I, I think it's something that you've leaned on your whole life, but in particular, you know, being a high risk prostate cancer late late in, lateish in life yeah. right hopefully yeah. there's lots more in front of you but um, you know just a you know r- really awesome example i think of somebody who kind of saw the best in possibilities and just figured out what the plan is and started attacking it right yeah yeah of course yeah
2: but I, I I appreciate this opportunity because uh, lots of people have to hear this kind of things.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Think think how much better. Ko, did you do any research when you were diagnosed on on prostate cancer or anything like that uh, before you went through treatment?
2: Uh, well, the the, the doctor uh, uh, the urologist recommended uh, a book that I still have. Uh, about prostate cancer, and uh, I read about it, and th- that that was it. Yeah. that helpful.
0: Well, I mean, was that book helpful? Is it worth sharing? Yes. Or
1: yes, yes, yes. It worth- was, uh, what was? Yeah, what was the book? If you don't mind, I. I have it. But I don't know. What OK, what we'll I do is, a lot
0: of books. There's yeah, you a, lot, have a books lot of books. background. So it's, ba- it's okay. bad
1: video for the podcast. But mm-hmm. we will what we'll do is okay, we'll follow up and we'll get the title of the book and we'll put it on yeah. on a media page for the episode yeah. if you recommend it. For sure. I,
2: yeah, mean, yeah, I recommend it. the doctor recommended it to me. And um, there you is didn't,
0: no you didn't Google it. You didn't go Google prostate cancer and then no. start. You didn't at all.
2: No, and, and I another thing I didn't do was uh, shopping for like my friend the, the guy here in Seattle that was um, about my age and also diagnosed at the same time. Uh, he went to he went to the Hutch. He went to um, Virginia Mason. He went to uh, Swedish, talking to different doctors and in. Uh, you no, know, I said. My, my family doctor that had no axe to grind, he recommended
1: this place. Yeah. I, I, I don't need to do All right. shopping. I mean, you, you, you got to the guy that was going to cure you and you got to him quick and you just moved out on that, right? You yeah. felt a good connection and a good plan. Um, do you want to talk? Oh, that, Kay, we teased it before about some of the work that you do with employees at the Cancer Care Alliance? Well, what they do, they have, uh, not now, but because
2: of the uh, the COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, They have um, once a month, a meeting for new employees in all levels, you know, janitors to accountants to doctors, whatever. And then they have panels of, of patients and also of uh, people that uh, married, or the people that support the patients, and, uh, and we talk to the, uh, like, m- most of what I told you, I, I tell them, and particularly, I put a lot of emphasis, in terms of people, the importance, I mean, you are a receptionist, you are important, you're not just a receptionist, you are part of the healing team, you are, you are a bill collector for the, for the Hutch. You are part of the, uh, of the healing team. Now the, the doctors, the science, cure you, but it is the team that, that heals you.
1: Well, and I'm guessing part of the reason you do that now is because that was your experience, right? When you went there from the receptionist to the um, PA who weighed and measured you and all that stuff while you're waiting for the doctor. All those people you interacted with. Yeah. All.
2: All. Know. That's the thing that I uh, I ne- never came across anybody that I would say, oh my gosh, I mean, that, this guy should be digging ditches somewhere. No, people, very nice people, well, uh, really helpful. And, uh, it is a mm-hmm. good place, really. It is a good place. You can recommend the place that. People to go there.
1: Yeah, I. Well, I, I know agree. where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, I mean, not. I'm still fighting it off, but Ho- hopefully, just go to volunteer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can go volunteer.
2: Yeah, I, re- I remember uh, being there one day, and there was uh, a fellow medical interpreter. I, I'm court interpreter. This gal does, and she said, "Hey, why are you here interpreting?" I said, "No." what are you doing here? Well, I'm a patient. Oh, you're a patient. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. my oh, God. Uh-huh. And, you know, people get, uh, uh, and also, it is found, I, I find funny that people are so secretive about that. They, they come mm-hmm. and say, hell, I heard you have some issues. I don't have any issues. I have cancer.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I'm finding that interesting as well, that, um, there's there's almost no gray, gray area, it seems like, in, in how people feel about their experiences with cancer or other scary medical stuff. I, I feel like they're either very open to talking about it, like yourself and I'm, I'm the same way, um, and then the others, the other option really is just very, very quiet and locked down. But I, I haven't really seen anybody in between. It just kind of really feels like one or the other, for some reason. Well,
2: uh, you know, it, it, I think it will, it helps you in every uh, situation. Um, Talk about it. Uh, no, no, yeah, being upbeat and and um, optimistic and. Uh, but I, some people cannot do that.
1: Some people are yeah. uh, by, nature, by nature pessimistic. And I well, know. your your willingness to tell your story, I think, is is definitely going to be helpful to to people. I mean, it's I, I'm really grateful for you taking the time, and I've had a great time, you know, getting to know you and hearing your story. story.
0: Thank you and as a as a guy and you know my my dad has some high levels of, of psa and not saying it's hereditary or anything but i was looking forward to this one right for many reasons yeah. certainly thought it'd be interesting from the whole you know aspect of you know the where it's happening and all that yeah. stuff i don't think people really open and talk about that much but yeah i don't know it's a you know I'm, so
2: how old is your dad
0: See, my dad is. Oh, mm-hmm. if Come I get home. this wrong and he listens to okay. this, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> he loves think, you, though. I'm
2: going to say 73. You. Oh, well, I was a little older than that. I was uh, probably 74, 5 or something like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I, I was, the diagnosis was in 1913. So I was 80, uh, 76. then. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep, 2013, yeah.
2: 70, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: 76.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so I got some time is what you're saying. Good. You got
1: a minute. Or Thanks, a minute.
0: buddy. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well best best of luck to your continued yep. health and, yeah. and uh, you know, just best wishes to you. And thank you so much for taking the time. It's yeah, been thank wonderful. you. Uh, for me, it's an honor and an obligation.
0: Thank you so much for listening to and sharing the podcast. To find information about today's episode, how to support the podcast or find out how you can share your story, go to fullofhopepodcast.com. All of our social media info is there, or you can just look on all platforms for full of hope podcast. We're still working on which guest will be on the next episode, but until then, this is RJ reminding you that KO's story is living proof. There is so much reason to be full of hope.